0: This is Dream Chasers, episode 32 with Joey Langenbrunner. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm Adam Carswell and welcome to Dream Chasers, Interviews with the Future. On Dream Chasers, we interview individuals with supernatural amounts of potential based on early success in their careers. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell and today I'm joined by Joey Langenbrunner. Joey is a blockchain and cryptocurrency professional. He originally is from Cincinnati, Ohio. He went to the University of Cincinnati, and now he lives in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. So I'm sure we're going to get to hear a lot about Cincy today. But Joey, thanks for being on the show. And do you have any opening remarks for our listeners?
1: Yeah, thanks, Adam. Um, So I've been a fan of uh, Dreamcatchers for a while now. So I'm excited to have the opportunity to be on your podcast. Pretty excited. And honestly, Cincinnati, it can be beautiful in the summer. You get tons of snow and drivers aren't so good. And to be honest with, you know, like my career now, I'm honestly barely in, in Cincinnati. So I'm kind of thankful for that. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. And the name of the show is actually Dream Chasers, not Dream Catchers. But I I do believe you and I do know that you have been following (laughs) us for a while. So no worries. That's actually pretty funny. We're definitely keeping that in the interview. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, Joey, how long have you been in your industry with cryptocurrency and, and blockchain? Everyone has other
1: start on hey, when do they first hear about Bitcoin and I've definitely listened to a lot of interviews like, Oh well, I learned about Bitcoin this way and this how and you know, I invested and now I'm a millionaire. I'm not a millionaire, unfortunately. <laughs> I did all the wrong trades possible, but I definitely found out about Bitcoin back in 2014. Okay. I used to listen to this a radio station called pre Talk Live. Um, I don't know if you heard of them before, but they're out of um, New Hampshire. Um, they I think they're on 180 radio stations across the U.S. Uh-huh. You know, it's more of like a liberty-oriented talk and whatnot, and they just kept on talking about this thing called Bitcoin over and over again. And um, so when I started to look into it, it just kind of seemed like a scam and kind of started to gain more interest in it. And then after about a year, I convinced to myself that this is not a Ponzi scheme, that this technology is just it's real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is real. You know, this is great. And then I opened up a Coinbase account and, uh, you, you know, started buying away, losing money, gaining money, ups and downs and... I was currently doing a marketing for a marketing agency. And then I noticed that there was a Bitcoin ATM that opened up right next to a um, university of Cincinnati. And I was like, I'm just going to message them on Facebook and just ask for a job. Mm-hmm. And so I just said, Hey, how can I help you out? And the company actually got back to me and said, Hey, uh, we're looking for people who can just travel around and start looking for spots to place these Bitcoin ATMs. And I'm like, wow. cool. <laughs> you know, I got nothing to lose. Like, cool. Let's do it. And, uh, it's one of those things where I'm just, just driving around the East Coast and then, you know, kind of like in the Ohio area. So basically, it's like the Mid-Atlantic, just going from gas station to gas station to gas station, look for places to find a Bitcoin ATM. Now, When I say that to people, they're like, oh, I mean, you're just going from gas station to gas station just trying to do sales. You know, like that sounds kind of lame. But really just going up to um, these gas station owners and start to explain what Bitcoin is and kind of starting to have that conversation and then seeing that idea click in their head. That's what made my job just worth getting up for. Right. You know, try to explain to like, how you can send money here and here. So like really just getting on the ground and just explaining what Bitcoin is. And then I think I found locations for um, over fifty Bitcoin ATMs, so we're literally building the infrastructure for this blockchain like, revolution, and that is just something that I just was like, "Hey, this is really cool. I'm literally building the infrastructure for like a financial revolution here." This is what keeps me keep on going, and then you know, I I do I handle all marketing as well and this is kind of like a small startup and it's kind of have like free range to almost do whatever so if i want to go out and find more, more locations and make more sales and do that i'll follow the money and it's just been great like a wild ride. i've been working doing that for almost two years now kind of like the whole movement between blockchain led me to um start looking into hey what other groups and whether people are getting involved with this kind of stuff. And I was like, all right, well, how cool would it be to live in a country that just literally just dealt with blockchain of having like a federal reserve and just keep on printing money. So like the money in your pockets is just losing value every single day and get all these hardworking families out there, just putting money um, in savings and bank accounts and they're just losing value. And I was like, Oh, this is terrible. This is unfortunate. I do not want this to happen to me or my family or Anything like this, you know, is there is there a way out? You know, I felt like I was kind of trapped in this. So that really inspired me to look for other answers and blockchain really provided an answer for that and so then eventually I came across um, this whole concept of all right let's try to make a country that's you know formed around blockchain and have its own national currency that's something like bitcoin and so I finally came across um, this whole idea of the free republic of Libra land which I know you're uh, the host of the Libra land show and so I'm actually the Ohio representative I've been super involved with that. And the really cool concept about uh, the Free Republic of Liberland is that a lot of the government services are going to be on the blockchain. They're going to have their new uh, currency uh, called the Merit and something like that. It's just a really cool concept for me. And so I started to get really involved with that. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm literally building infrastructure for financial revolution here in the US. And now I'm trying to help on a national, well, more like an international level, start a country that is starting at the point of that financial revolution, you know, because it's really hard to take a country and push it towards a financial revolution on this scale. Of, all right. Hey, we're just going to stop using fiat currency. We're all going to be using something like Bitcoin. That's something that's really difficult to really get into on in the hearts and minds of like the average citizen of really, any, of really any country. Just like changing things on that level is just it's tough. And you need to lead by example and show incentive in order to get to that point really having the opportunity to create a new country that does that is just really inspiring for me as well. And so then uh, recently, uh, these guys uh, from paybyte.io reached out to me and said, hey, we need a business development manager. And so I'm on the filing team for that. And basically, paybyte is a cryptocurrency on payments application. So basically setting up like a simple API onto uh, your website, say, hey, this costs this much, you know, scan this QR code and basically a simple way to accept crypto payments. So I just started out with them. So really excited to be on a co-founding team. Of that, I'm like, okay, you know, I got these three projects I'm working with. I can't start any more projects. I'm always like super hungry for uh, something more. But mm-hmm. um, all this together is, is just something I finally found like, okay, this is my place in the world right now, going into the depths of blockchain. And to be honest, I'm not a developer. I don't, I don't really know much about code. I can do HTML a little bit. I just know how to take what blockchain is and sell it to the average Joe. Right. And and there's literally a place for that. You know, like if you're good in sales and marketing and you find the whole concept of blockchain interesting and you're good at talking to people, there is a place for it. You. you don't necessarily have to be like a high-end coder or, or anything like that.
0: Yeah, I remember I once heard a uh and it was either it was either Henry Ford or Thomas Edison, but I heard a quote where one of those individuals was asked some absurd question by another person and basically what they said was I don't know the answer to that question, but with the press of a button, I can have someone on the phone right here in front of you that does have the answer to it. And so (laughs) (laughs) leveraging your skills to... Be able to have your hands in the pot on multiple ventures it kind of sounds like what you 're doing, I, and I guess I also just compared you to Thomas Edison or, or uh, Henry oh, nice, <laughs> <laughs> you 're in good company uh, and I can relate to you know I have uh, you say this podcast for example is is not my primary job or even primary focus right now however it 's so much fun at least for me i can 't help but have a few things cooking on the stove at the same time if i 'm just doing one thing, I will get bored like way too fast and um, also to chirp in on, on Libreland. yeah, that's another project that I could say we're both pretty heavily involved in and really excited about. And I know this this year it's 2019, and we're looking for some what's the word I'm looking for uh, exponential already, growth. Yeah, I think, <laughs> wow. I, there was out of everything that you just said, I had like so many ideas pop into my head, and I can't remember them all right now. Um, <laughs> one of them was how the internet, the, the the internet, the birth of the internet is very comparable to what we're seeing with blockchain now. I think now is a really low time for crypto and blockchain. So I would advise, you know, anyone who's interested in learning more and getting involved to definitely reach out to someone like you because that's how markets work buy low, sell high. Now's a perfect time to buy low and start learning. Uh, I was watching an interview with Bill Gates like in 1994 and he was on like the Letterman show or something. And literally David Letterman had the entire audience laughing at Bill Gates by like talking about the internet. So it just goes to show like someone was on Jimmy Kimmel now and talking about Bitcoin. I'm sure they'd get the entire audience to laugh at them as well. We'll see where everything is in 20 years. Sounds like you had something to say. so, So go ahead.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, I get people laughing at me all the time. So we just installed uh, a new Bitcoin ATM in uh, Indianapolis. And it's a pretty big city. So you would think that people would definitely heard you know something about blockchain. And, w- and this time we were actually dealing with a gas station owner that actually was, he was well-adversed at Bitcoin and he was dealing with it and he was doing something like with Bitcoin at a store and everything like that. And so it was kind of like an easy sell on my end, which was pretty cool. But among that all... All those employers who were just watching us, you know, install on this machine, like we have to like drill holes down in the ground and lock down this ATM and, and do all that, blue collar work, to keep you humble. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> all these people are just, you know, it's like stepping over and I'm like, we know that this is here, we know that this is this, but I still think it's BS. <laughs> <laughs> and, even, and even when we're literally bringing a Bitcoin ATM where you could put cash into the machine and get cryptocurrencies, I still have people over my shoulder looking at it touching the screen seeing you know how it interacts and still saying it's bs and wow. <laughs> you know <laughs> and just small things like that i was just that's on them
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you know so
1: yeah so like as you were saying people would laughing uh, at bill gates i thought was i'd see this stuff every single day on my job people were just kind of like this is never gonna work you know like you're not gonna last long here and you know having workers of a gas station to say that and that definitely makes an impression on me but that's you know but this is something i know like hey this is the future. They're going to be the one that's going to be, I'll be laughing at them you know, in a few years.
0: Yeah. And I recently had a conversation with an investor who was telling me how he likes to time the market and look at the market and kind of observe cycles. You can really zone in on how a market is going to perform based on the level of interaction you're getting from a blue collar perspective. And so, to, and I'll use an example of uh, back before 2008, I think he was saying he was in a in a coffee shop in like 07 and, and two painters, for example, were in there talking about how they just bought a house and this and that. And he's like, you know, you can really, if you pay attention to like people like like that, um, who are talking about how big and much they're bawling out at a certain time is a good sign that like things could really like change or flip flop soon. So what, I, what I'm saying with that is the fact that these ATMs are going into gas stations, a gas station off the top of anyone's head seems more of like a blue collar environment and so once these machines do take off and they do become comfortable on a blue collar level i think that you know the sky's the limit for what what's going to happen not only with these atms but really for ma- mass adoption and so you're right you're really laying that foundation with what you're doing
1: and i think really at this time especially with the stock market just really having uh, having some issues right now i really think that we're on the brink um uh, Of a pretty long recession now so i wouldn't be surprised if we hit a recession in maybe you know three to five months and even ever since uh ever since october i've been telling everyone in my family like hey sell your stocks go buy gold go buy silver go buy cryptocurrencies if you feel comfortable you know i'm here ask some questions what i'm very curious is that the 08 crash really brought around Bitcoin, because Bitcoin you know, like really came about yeah. um, 10 years and one day ago, so yeah. in January 3rd, 2009. So it was actually in a direct response to our last financial crash. And so I'm very curious how the crypto market is going to basically handle a recession. Is it going to go up? Is it going to stay the same or is it going to drop and people just go back to the U.S. dollar? Yeah. So this is all something that I don't know the answer to. But this is going to be something that's going to be very, very interesting. And if we see the U.S. dollar have high levels of inflation, which I don't know if you, I don't know if you're watching the news um, at all, but there's a lot of countries like Russia, Iran, China, and a few other countries that are trying that want to start dealing with a different currency other than the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar in general is is in trouble right now, mm-hmm. and really the only hope for any fiat currency right now is something like Bitcoin or. Something of that nature. There's actually a cryptocurrencies that are backed by gold.
0: Just yes, so you know, well. there's a lot of people listening right now that think you're crazy. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being, me not being one of them. Continue. Sorry. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, anyone could say like this kind of stuff, but um, I definitely try to do my homework on this. And I'm only twenty seven, and I could be just totally wrong on everything. And blockchain could just be a total um, like tulip bubble and whatnot. Yeah, we're still here. Absolutely, <laughs> Absolutely. we're still here, and the project is working, and it's really helping to free people. So, when you know.
0: I'm twenty seven too. When's your birthday?
1: On November eighth.
0: Okay. So I got you. I'm I'm March 18th. Anyways, it's a good time to be 27. Speaking of that, Joey, where do you see yourself in three years?
1: So when I'm 30, I see myself, um, honestly, I'll I'll probably still see myself uh, working with um, the same companies uh, that I do. I do see uh, me just keep on cranking out these Bitcoin ATMs. Probably coming more of like a manager type role and having a big sales team under me and start putting these uh, these Bitcoin ATMs in almost every single I'm um, gas station it's kind of like my pitch every time I talk to like this gas stationers I'm like honestly man in five to ten years you're gonna see a Bitcoin ATM in every single gas station you can get it now or you can be giving us a call in five to ten years it's your choice and so that's the vision I see yeah so and if I if I have like a sales team of maybe like five or ten people and they're all getting you know a Bitcoin ATM is finding two locations every single week and of course there's a lot of other companies that do this kind of stuff you're gonna start seeing Bitcoin ATMs in your local gas station and that's something that's kind of cool because everyone uses gas stations and I think that's kind of cool and then I I also see uh, PayBite uh, really becoming one of uh, the processing applications to really work with, especially with a lot of these uh, a lot of these people that have been uh, cut off by a PayPal and Stripe and, and Patreon. There's been news about that. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a service that they can use as well. So basically, easy way. And I in three years from now, I see LibraLand at least getting recognized by the state of Ohio. We're definitely working on um, some stuff here. Yeah. Most likely, be married at that point too, and so hopefully not living in Ohio anymore. But we'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll be <laughs> we'll be doing a, another interview then from the shores of the Danube River. Oh, that'd be great, man! <laughs> are
1: you are you gonna go um, to Oh, uh, I'm the Liberland, um fourth year
0: reunion? I, I would love to. I would love to. I think I got to do some more talking to our to our team to figure out coordination on that, but absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, if
1: you can do, do some podcasts and do stuff like that, I think we. I think it'd be great, you know, for your career Absolutely. and whatnot.
0: So, so um, wow. All right. Well, that, this is this has been a great chat. We're getting near the end now here, Joey. So I got three fun questions for you, for everyone to kind of feel like they got to know you a little bit more today. <laughs> uh, and I know you might, you know, if you need some time here to, to really think them through, no worries. The first one is, what is your favorite home-cooked meal? The second one is, what is your favorite shape? Yes, shape, like square, circle, triangle. And the third one is, what is your favorite cryptocurrency?
1: All those are tough questions. <laughs> home-cooked meal, I'd, hmm. I'd have to say my home-cooked meal is this dish called, um, it's called on My Grape Leaves, and it's basically mm-hmm. you take All My Grape Leaves and you put some rice and some lamb meat, like tomato paste, and a few other spices and, um, and wrap it up. My mom makes the best grape leaves, man. You got to come over and try it sometime. Okay. It's definitely my best home-cooked meal. Uh, best shape? I have no idea. <laughs> 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 this is like one of those like psychological questions, like, all right, what's your favorite shape? Oh, circle, wrong answer. That means you're, <laughs> I don't want to tell you there. And my favorite cryptocurrency, I'd probably have to say I'm most bullish on EOS. And okay. the reason I say that is, it's it's kind of one of the competitors to Ethereum. And Ethereum always has my heart as trying to do something a little bit different than the Bitcoin, doing like the whole like smart contract, um, you know, like working with Adap and do the whole thing. EOS really has a way that, has a great uh, governing system where you have like 21 block producers, and these 21 block producers can be voted in or out, out like at any second. And I think something like that is just really like revolutionary. Obviously, I won't go super into EOS, go yeah, to yeah.
0: Could you? I'm familiar with EOS in some respect, and and I definitely would have to agree with you there on the their whole concept of transparency is incredible. Can you oh, absolutely. just spell it out for anyone listening that might not be familiar with it, so they can go Google EOS?
1: Yeah. So EOS, E-O-S.
0: Yes. (laughs) Very hard to spell. Um, Perfect. Well, Joey, thank you again. Do you have any, uh, any closing remarks for our listeners? And also actually, how can, how can people get a hold of you if they have any questions?
1: Yeah. So uh, you can look me up on LinkedIn. If you just type in Joseph Langerbrunner, L-E-N-G-E-N-B-R-U-N-N-E-R. It's probably the best way to contact me there. Shoot me a request there and you can ask me um, any questions. And what was
0: your other question? I think that, that was it. Uh, closing remarks. Cool. Any, anything you want to say to, to anyone before we're getting out of here?
1: I mean, if you're trying to get into uh, the blockchain sphere, this is a brand new industry. So if you have any type of skills, even if it's sales and marketing or if you're good at social media, there's always a, a brand new startup that could use your help. So, you know, just go searching around, go on Twitter, or if it's like a new cryptocurrency that's sitting in the block, hit them up and see what they need help with. Or if you're good at coding or developing, then there's tons of work that you can probably get paid hundreds of thousand of dollars for. So there's really any opportunity for anyone to get involved with blockchain, especially this early you should definitely do it because this career is, I mean, like this industry in general is just, it's, it's only just beginning. Bitcoin is 10 years old, but right. we got a hundred more years to go. So.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Joe. It's been a blast. Everyone. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you in the next episode and remember in all you think, say and do take it to the next level.